Hi, everyone, and welcome to what I believe is the seventh episode of Story Talks. My name is Jonna Ekman, and I'm the marketing director at the amazing SaaS company StoryKit, where we work with video and storytelling. Um, with me today, I, of course, have Heidi Bodal, who is our community manager, who's doing all things in the background. And also Fredrik Strömberg, who is the CPO and founder of this company. And what are we going to talk about today? Well, of course, we're going to talk about storytelling. Um, and we're also going to talk a lot about storytelling structure, because the thing is that we've talked a lot about efficiency in StoryKit Talks previously. Uh, I remember when uh, Peter was here the last time I asked him, or actually one of the attendees asked him whether quality or quantity is more important. And he said that quantity is 100% more important because you don't know what quality is. So now we're going to talk a bit about how to make sure that you have some kind of quality in your video. And one of those ways is by actually working with structure and formats. But before we go into that, I just want to tell you all who are here listening today, please jump into the chat or in the whatever forum you get to ask questions because we love answering all your questions and there are no stupid questions. There are just stupid answers and we will do those. Um, but let's get into it. Uh, we need to be efficient with our storytelling. And I'm an old journalist. Frederick has been working with content for most part of his life. And we know that if you want to work really efficiently with whatever format, video, text, images, whatever format, you need to work with formats. And we're not talking about aspect ratios here. We're not talking about if it's 69 or if it's square or if it's whatever form it's got. We're talking about actual formats like... American Idol or Dancing with the Stars, that are storytelling formats. Uh, boy meets girl, hero meets baddie, you know all those. Um, so, Frick, could you tell me a bit more about what formats is and how you define them? I think I define them, like, as you said, like com coming from the traditional media world, uh, I define try to define formats as two different things. And I think both deserve some kind of mention. You have like the your more or less production formats, which are technicalities. It's like an interview or it's a, an investigative piece or something like that, uh, which is tends to be the way by which you organize your work uh, on a daily basis in a sort of a newsroom or in a bigger kind of, um, information operation, not not so much like the overarching sort of principle of how you plan things, but what you do. I'm going to do an interview with this so and so, and I'm going to do this with so and so, and I'm going to do this. So, and a lot of times we use those formats as some kind of. A, uh, we tend to use those formats also in a in a in a sort of uh, audience facing way. So we say that something is an interview with this person. It's like, okay, thanks for letting me know. I should probably deduce that from reading the text that I was an interview with, like the big interview or something like that. That in itself doesn't bear a lot of meaning. And it, it says very little uh, about what you, you are trying to achieve with that content. Um, so I think that uh, you want to 
use uh, sort of the definition of formats that has something to do with what you are trying to achieve, right? So, so you, yeah. so format should be. In, in my world, the format is both what it's trying to achieve and how you actually go about achieving that with in a in a very sort of structured and 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 very hands-on kind of way because when you tell stories to achieve a result which is the case for most people that are story kit clients most people that tell stories actually tell stories to achieve another result than just telling stories so that differs a lot from the media world where the stories are the product a lot of times you know we've talked about this in, in all the other talks almost is is that stories are a way to inform or to market or to do something that sort of moves your business in the right direction so w- when you are a, a storyteller that 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 works in that capacity you really need to have have a, a, a firm sort of understanding of why you're telling a story and that's also built into the format i mean we do this this way because we want to achieve this so, so uh, that's a format and, and a format has a ton of other things as well right you can use formats and i and i know that we're going to talk about a lot about those i'm not going to sort of i'm not going to sort of preempt this this whole discussion uh but i'm i mean format is very rarely the things that we kind of tend to see when we talk about it, it's an interview format, you've heard that said it's an interview format. Yeah, but sure, but an interview is part of a format. I mean, you have to perhaps do some interviewing to fill up this format. So, so I think those are sort of two different uh, abstraction levels of what you like that that you have to sort of keep in mind. It's very hard. It's very hard as a marketer or as, as communicators say that well. Let's do an interview with someone. Yeah, I mean, someone should. The first question from someone else, your colleague or someone, should be, "Why?" <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, but but it's it's a very common like, it's uh, an interview format is a very common way to even name things. I mean, in Sweden, we have the big radio interview, Sunday interview, uh, or the big weekend interview with, I have made a lot of celebrity interviews where the only thing that I knew when I went out was that I'm going to meet a celebrity. And that is a very difficult thing to just, okay, so where am I going to start? What am I going to ask? What am I looking for? The, the, The big interview Mm-hmm. When it's planned on a calendar like that, it's a format, right? Because yeah. but then you have sort of decided that th- this interview in this form, it may be very free form when you're actually on mm-hmm. site or in the studio or like this. This is a talk, right? There's no, this is the format. We're going to talk. Mm-hmm. The main sort of use we have for this is that it's in the calendar. It's planned. We're going to do it, right? And we're going to do it this way because we know what kind of production environment we're stepping into. We know what we have to prepare. We know what we have to do to make this happen. That's the thing. We haven't invented this wheel. This wheel was already put on the car, right? It's it's there. We we need to fill it. That changes that whole creative discussion. And and let's let's talk more about that later. But I mean, that's the thing. Even if it's kind of loosely held, mm. it's still. It's still in there. It's planned. There's a placeholder for this. We're going to do this. 
so, so I mean, and that's a thing where, where you have a format, where you have something, even if it's the big interview, you can place it on a calendar, you can place it in a planning document, you can say that this is what we're going to do this. The problem where you're not working with formats of planning is that you say that you're going to do something at some point, right? Yeah. And, and people kind of tend to like that discussion of what are we going to do discussion, but the what are we going to do discussion is so time consuming and it's so sort of anti-productive and that that becomes a huge issue for for all organizations yeah also we're gonna move on but when when you listen to one of those like they happen every sunday interviews you will realize that there is a format in the format they're not just going in there starting with hey who are you they have a very strict, like, I'm going to try to reach this. And I start yep. with the easy questions and move further to the blah, blah, yep. blah. Even if in, in like the sitcoms or in the interview situations on TV, where you have very short formats, uh, uh, very short interviews, or especially in those, you can see that they're really like, I'm, I'm going to get there and I'm going to get there yep. fast. Yep. So it's, it's the, like that. So uh, why would you say that formats make you a more effective content creator? I mean, there are so many things or so many reasons why it does that. But, but, but I, I, I tend to look at it this way. And I've been, I mean, I've been a writer, I've been an editor, I've been all of the things that you can imagine in a, in a sort of a content creating world. And the thing is, when you work with a great editor, a great editor responds to you, the content creator, coming up to the editor saying, hey, I have this idea for this great subject. A, a, a bad editor would say this, awesome, Yona, go out and do a thing on that great subject, right? You will say, cool. And then you will spend ton of time figuring out exactly how you would sort of cover that subject. It's a great subject. Still is a great subject, right? But you're like, oh, I'm kind of left in the dark of what to do with it. So it's up to you as the content creator to do that. That kind of insecurity takes so much time. It's like when you do when you when you do DIYing something at home, right? When you are installing a some something something and you have to cut a wooden plank a certain way because you need to have i mean you measure not twice you measure a thousand times you kind of know conceptually what you need to do but you're so insecure how to do it right so you will measure and measure and measure and google and measure look is there a template has is there a youtube video where i can look at someone exactly doing this if you're a professional sort of carpenter then you go in you cut this made i know exactly what i'm doing takes them five seconds, it takes you five hours. Not because they cut it that much better. You cut it exactly the same place, but because you have to process what you're going to do. A good editor would tell you, first of all, that's a great subject, Jonah. How about you do it in exactly this way? No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do some free reporting on the new Nobel Prize winner. Do it as a restaurant review. It may be like an off-the-wall idea or something. But it's like, oh, that's a super cool idea. And then you, you're directly into the mode of how you're going to create it, right? It's because you know then what you're going to do. The insecurities of trying to first be creative around the subject and then be creative around form, that is a time vampire. It sucks so much time out of your day, it's almost impossible. It's like, well, yeah, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want is one of the worst things that can ever happen for productivity. 
So it makes you a better content creator, not just because you get more productive, but also that you sort of, you know what you're striving for. Because if someone tells you to be in this frame, do it like this, then you have something, then you're like, well, I saw a great version of that in the New York Times, or I saw a great video of that from a, a competitive company on LinkedIn. Let's strive for that because I have, I now know what kind of box I'm in, right? So that's a huge thing with formats, to be able to tell someone around, surround that subject with a very strict form. I mean, I, I, I think I, I, from experience, I know that this works because, I mean, I worked on dailies, I worked on weeklies, I worked on monthlies, and they all have one thing in common, right? They will be done when they're done. They will be done when the printing press goes. So you have to fill in stuff. You have to be super efficient. And you have ex the exact amount of time to do something, right? And that's where you get some proper help from knowing exactly how you want to do something. So that I mean, it, that, that, it's interesting what you question. sorry, I'm, <laughs> no? it's interesting what you're saying because uh I've heard so many people thinking that, well. If you give me a format, you will kill my creativity. It will just um, where where oh. what should I do with all my ideas? Uh, but the thing is, like, I, I mean, this this is it's like no cliche. I I don't think creativity is about like uh, foraging in the open fields. Creativity thrives and grows in tight spaces. I mean, a good creator knows how to work themselves out of a tight spot. I mean, doing whatever on whatever subject, I mean, it may sound like fun. In reality, take it from me, I work with, like I said, we were talking about age here before. I've been in this business now for almost 30 years, which is so scary to say, but I've been at it for almost 30 years. And I know that the sort of tight to define the scope is for something the more fun it is to work with. Because most people that tend to be architects, they want to search out that part of it, right? And it, I mean, it's it, it, it sounds fun first time. Let's just figure out what we're going to do. By the fifth time you're doing it, it's like, didn't we have this meeting already? Didn't we decide this like three weeks ago? Is this the same meeting? So you... Cre sort of creativity doesn't die with formats. It it's actually gets sharp, and it, 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 you have to do it. The thing is with that is there's there's an almost deeper thing to being doing a format. Do the same thing. Do the same format once a week for, let's say, forever. Highlight one of your colleagues or whatever in some kind of format that you do. Do that once a week. You will find yourself digging deeper and deeper and deeper. And what you will find when you dig is that you're gonna someone unearth a treasure because you will find out things about those people that you're interviewing that was like, Shh. I had no idea. I had no idea that you were the first person to fly a plane over the sound barrier. I didn't know that. So you're, I mean, you're working in two shows. Did you? Yeah, sure. It's like, that just happened to be a part of my life that I haven't told anyone. It's like, holy crap, we unearthed a treasure. You would have never found that if you were sitting in a meeting. It's like, what are we going to do this week? You would never come to the conclusion that, well, we're going to interview a guy 
who works down in the workshop, who's been here for 50 years. That would never be, it's an idea that never surfaces that way. So formats also allows you to dig and dig and dig and dig deeper. And I promise you, you will find stuff. You will find stuff if you look through your product catalog. You will find stuff if you look through the local regulations for how sort of the sewage waste must be handled. You will find stuff if you keep at it. And that is something that happens with formats. You have this placeholder. You're going to do this. And it's like, okay, so who are we going to cover? What are we going to cover in this exact format? It's a vastly different and much more sort of cool discussion to have around subjects. So, so, I mean, creativity doesn't die because, because you're not free to do whatever you want. If you want to have total freedom of your creative space, there's a job for that. It's called an artist. And please, go ahead. But no. I also believe that if, if you have a couple of formats like in your in your spine, in your head, always looking for them, you will start seeing them everywhere. Exactly. Which will like entice creativity instead of I mean putting a lid look on at, it. Look at have have this format that you say though. Well, so so we're we're start kids moving to a new office this Monday, right? So we're moving, we're 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 switching up, we're moving to another part of town. All right. Uh, let's have the format three things in the new neighborhood. And then you start start digging. How many three things do you think we can come up with if we sit down for an hour? I would say a hundred, right? I would say we have we have a hundred pieces of content we can do in a, in a format, like three things in the new neighborhood. If we were to build, if we were to have the discussion, so we're moving to new office on Monday, what content should we do on that? That's going to be like, uh, yeah. I mean, we could do one. We could, we could like behind the scenes of the move. Yeah. yeah, would that be interesting? It's like, it just changes the creative discussion to something that is, I think, is so much more productive. It's, I mean, we if we you worked at a daily, if you worked at a weekly, or if you worked at a monthly, if you worked with anything that has a pe- periodicity to it that you know you have to fill, then you know that. You have these people that really like, well, who are we going to interview for the, we have this mean interview format that we do every week in this weekly supplement, right? Then it's like, it's so much fun to try to come up with who are we going to do? It's like, not, it's not, it's not what we're going to fill this page with. It's who are we going to put through the meat grinder of this interview? It's like, can we get this person to, it's, it's a much, it's a much, the, the discussion is much more fun. Because yeah. it also it also levels the playing field. Let, let, let me just say this. It also levels the playing field for creative person because you can have a meeting where you can ask the question, so what content are we going to do to uh, be better at business? I guarantee you that there's a lot of people in your office that is like, I'm not comfortable in that discussion. I don't think I belong in that discussion. Yeah. If you were to say to people, so... Give me the names of the coolest colleagues that we can do an interview with. Everyone can participate. And everyone knows that because you have already said that this is the thing I want to do. I just want to have the subject from you. I'm expert at format. You're expert at subject, right? Yeah. And when you've worked with, with uh, when you worked as like a consultant or a storyteller or content marketing and stuff, sometimes you run into clients that are like, well, you know, I know my stuff. 
I really know my stuff. I know nothing about storytelling. So you tell me what kind of story, and I will tell you what the cool what the cool subject is, right? And then it's like, well, let's just keep this going forever because you have tons of cool subjects. I can do it a ton of times, right? So yeah, it changes the creative discussion in a in a superb way as well. So it doesn't yeah. hinder creativity. I think it's the other way around. <laughs> How do you so how do you get started with the format and use storytelling formats for planning? I think that you should start with your needs. Uh, I, I mean you have you have some kind of purpose with what you're what you set out to do you want to sell shoes you want to inform about the municipalities uh, uh, political uh, endeavors you want to whatever you want to do right are you an, a non-profit that wants to create uh, uh, traction around uh, uh, you know collecting money for, for 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 courses you have to start with that you have to understand sort of do you want to build brand do you want to sell product do you want something start on, on at the highest level i think and, and like create some kind of I mean, most most organizations have some kind of content mix. They want to achieve different things. They want to get people to understand that you're a great employer. They want to look for jobs. They want to to know more about you. They want to hear the latest industry news. They want to do a lot of tons of stuff, right? Uh, so you will probably have a lot of different things that you want to achieve, uh, and they should have equal or non-equal sort of space and place in your kind of content planning. So, so I will start with that, like, what are the overarching goals that, that we want to reach? We want to build brand. We want to strengthen our employer brand. We want to, to create more traction around our recruitment. Or we want to do X and Y and Z, right? So start with that. And then try to, to figure out formats. Find them, build them yourself. Find other sort of people who have done it. Look at competitors, whatever. See if something that you have seen that you think is really good. And then try to kind of sometimes reverse engineer that to see what 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 is this really yeah well it's you know it's a, this thing is an interview with someone who works at the company and they talk about this and then they pivot to this well we could do that no one owns format no one no one owns a format i mean great artists steal they say steal with pride i mean if you see something that's good just take it do it to your own because you're going to have to do it with your own subject your own assets your own things whatever right and I'll be very surprised if the one that you saw was the first one that was ever done in the history of the world, sort of exactly like that format. We could probably. I have come a good story a- on that. I worked as the editor in chief for an entertainment magazine in a very small town. And in big Stockholm, they had the big entertainment magazine, Nöja Skyden. And every month I took their magazine, looked at what they had done, and just did the same things. With yeah. people from my small town, and no one ever noticed. Because they had done the same thing with Time Out London yeah. or whatever, or something else that we've done. Yeah. yeah. We, we actually went as far as we started correcting other uh, publications at one time at, at one of the weekly supplements we did in the late 90s that we, we started <laughs> sort of paying it back when people had stolen things. We did corrections, but we did corrections for other publications, which was really fun. So, I mean, no, that's the thing. You can you, you can steal whatever format you like. And I mean, someone's going to get 
Wow, that's exactly the same as we did. Yeah, sure. Which is exactly the same as these people have done since 1962. So, I mean, that, that's a way to, to sort of just shorthand it. That's that's a way to do it or invent them yourself. But the thing is, what you want to do is that you want to be kind of thorough in that process. You want to try to explain how this format works, right? You want to, you want to tell yourself that, well, this is how we produce it. Because th that's the thing that's going to... Get productivity going. So if you if you if you see something, you see well, StoryKit made this great uh, uh, kind of uh, colleague interview thing, and you're at a company, and so like, okay, exactly how does this work? Well, they did this. They had this kind of question, and they got this kind of answer, and then they did a kind of fact piece, and it's like, yeah, do that, but but make sure that you do it like that because that's the way you can can get sort of the 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 productive. Uh, part of it going right so so you can do you know exactly what you're going to do that you're going to do so uh but i think i think you have to start with with like planning out so so what what things do we want to achieve right what what uh, communicative needs do we have and then you try to figure out something for each of them preferably many things for a lot of them right so you want to have a well-stocked content calendar or content planning thing uh, you want to do a lot of things uh, because we we know only one thing about this day and age and that is like i think you started with here today that that quantity beats quality because quality is like no one knows what it is uh, and what we're saying here is that if you use formats and you do something really sort of almost paint by numbers or by the book is that you can you can control quality in a way that's that's really that's really good uh, which means that you can combine high quality with high volume if you don't spend too much time on you know wasting time on figuring out exactly what to do because you will end up in the same answers anyway I mean, that reinventing the wheel meeting that you have once a month is just going to reinvent the wheel. It's like, well, we have wheels in the, in the storehouse. Let's use those, right? So I think um, I, I, I think that's a way to get started. I mean, steal, find whatever with with yeah. with formats and, and then kind of just map them into your own planning. It's like, can we do this kind of colleague interview next friday can we can we have that can we have that every friday and then you say, yeah sure let's commit to that because that's a part of it also you have to commit to planning you have to commit to it and you have to figure out what goes into publishing something on a friday what goes into publishing something on friday well it's probably means starting friday two weeks before it probably means checking something the monday before right and it probably means a lot of things but i mean that's part of what you should do that's just part of like a hygiene based uh, planning thing uh, another thing so that i've been thinking about is that you need to have the courage to keep doing it because yeah. one of the things i hear is people saying well people are gonna the audience is gonna like grow tired of the format and my own uh, my own experience is the quite the opposite the more i'm ex exposed to a format the more i like it i mean our colleague alex has his friday meme thing and i love it even more every friday even though the memes are just <laughs> worse and worse uh, i mean he's really and, bad uh, at memes he's super <laughs> i think just... he's been stealing them anyways Maybe he's here listening now. Uh, anyways, yeah, I hope so. Uh, so, 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 so you have to, I mean, because when people start creating videos, they're always like, but what if it doesn't work? And they publish two videos and they're like, they didn't work. So you really need to, to, to do it for 
for a while and to to make the effort to keep going. That's exactly it, right? There's a saying. Uh oh. That I hear a lot, and uh, and uh, in uh-oh. uh oh, we lost you was, for a second. Am, am I okay? Am I back? Yes. Yeah, cool. So I, I was just uh, I was doing some content. So we you know, no, I was just technical dropout. No, no. So so uh, one thing that they that they say in the NBA in the American Basketball League is that the best ability is availability, right? So it's super super important. You can be a super talented player. You can be a super talented content creator. If you don't show up and if you don't do the job right, then it doesn't matter. You can think until your brain bleeds about how to create that next viral thing. You can put all the eggs in that basket. Or you can go about having a really well-filled content calendar where you output a ton of stuff. Because once again, that thing that, well, people grow tired of formats. Well, that that is factually not true. And we know this because... We have had media formats that have been going on for a hundred years, and people still tend to to view them as the best thing, right? Not the worst thing. It's the best thing. Uh, the daily survey on the back of the tab- biggest tabloid in Sweden, the so-called US Five, it's the most popular thing. We ask people, "What you? Yeah, well, I always read that. Of course you do, because it's a great format." And it's new people in it every day, and there's a new question every day, and it's easy to digest, and it's easy to understand. You have no cognitive load whatsoever to understanding what this is about. So you create a familiarity, you create an expectation, and you can get down to the actual subject matter, right? So for- now we really lost him. The other thing is that just your internet connection is unstable. I'm sorry. Do, do you hear me? Yeah, we yeah, lost cool. you again for a couple of seconds, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm literally I'm three feet from the main uh, sort of router <laughs> house. I mean, I should have really unstable internet. Uh, but no, but the thing is, you you have to be productive, and I, and I think that I don't think anyone would say that if you have two options, like one is think really hard, really long. And be super, super open to creating one thing that's going to go viral. That's your first option. I mean, let's be black and white here. Your other option is to work really, really productive and really structured without putting a lot of content with fixed formats, but you do with a lot of things. What do you think has the highest sort of success chance? Well, I would venture to guess and say that it's, it is being productive and available and doing things at a high tick and trying to get stuff out the door right Mm -hmm. so it yeah you media marketing works that way today right and formats help you create that in the plans you have to be like super super productive so you, when you've done your planning, you've got your formats and you've uh, made your little plan. What about ideation and finding those stories? We've been uh, touching upon it, but yeah, do you have any more tips there? No, I think I think if you have formats, if you have different formats, if you have, I mean, that, that can be. They don't have to be in your content plan. It doesn't have to be something that you committed to doing. But 
looking at the world through a lens or using a grid for something is good, right? It, it, it's good, right? It doesn't necessarily, it isn't necessarily good. But if you look at things you have, uh, you have tons of information. You have tons of people, you have tons of content. If you're a big organization, there is kind of information everywhere to mine for stuff. Yeah. But the problem is that if you have this, uh, let's say you have a, product catalog with 48,000 products in it. So let's do something on products, okay? We can do something on products, sure. It's better to look at it from like, okay, this week's detail-focused product video that we're going to look at a specific thing on a specific product, which product should we choose? Yeah. Better discussion, right? So looking at what you have, through this lens of a format and say that, well, it's like this thing I've been talking about now. If you have a format that sort of forces you to interview a colleague, then you will start looking at colleagues in that way. It's like, is that an interesting story? Will that person have any, would, would that be a good person to interview? If you were, because that means that you have to dig deeper and deeper and deeper. And when you're at your hundredth, you better pray that you have a hundred employees, right? Because you're going to get every last one of them. If you were to ask the question more general, so who should we, who should, who should talk on behalf of the company this week, or then it's going to be C-level executives and some kind of expert every time, right? There's format for experts too, but the thing is, you can look at what you have, people, information, whatever other content output, with a format in mind, and say that, well, can I take this? sort of, uh, can I have this manual? Can I, can I focus on the detail in this and tell you why this is so important? Could I focus in on a frequently asked question for my database and do something with that in a format, right? So just just having that mindset while looking at things makes it so much easier. I mean, it's it's not a hard exercise to do. You can, you, you can do it real simple. If you were to be asked like, find me the best images on this website. That's a very much simpler process than find some content on this website, right? It, 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 just, it just focuses the search so you can find content everywhere. And sure enough, you can do it. You can have this internalized, but it could also be something that you have, right? You, you could have these formats that you have stolen or gotten from somewhere else. And you can say that, well, you know what? I'm going to try to see if I, I I think this format looks cool. I've seen it, and I just want to apply that to every kind of information that we have, all the ambient or non-ambient information that's in there. I bet you you will find a lot of stuff. I yeah, mean, Jonah, one, thing you, that I, one thing that I often think about is to trying to find the small story. Because people are always like, I'm going to tell a story. And then and then they look at, for example, a blog post or a press release and go like, okay, the we're going to do the whole thing. And in one blog post or in, in one thing, you will find a lot of small things that will become even better stories if you have those formats for it. So just that's also a, like a journalist editing it's thing to find that little angle that will be an even better story. And it's almost a forgotten art. Yeah. The problem is, I had this discussion, this very discussion earlier today, outside oh. of this. Where are the supplements? Where are the supplemental pieces gone? Where have they gone? We have this snake on the loose, right, from, from, from the zoo in Stockholm. Yeah. All right. Everyone's writing about snake. 
I'm like, where, where, where are, where are these other things? Like, this snake is like two and a half or four meters long. I don't know. I want to see other things that are two and a half meters long. Yeah. I want to know of other animals that are also escape artists. I want to know about sort of, you know, there's a ton of stuff that's super fun. And when you when you were in the magazine days, or the, those were the things that were the eye catchers, right? So you had this thing where you, had, you could have an eight page spread. And you were like a big interview. It's what the photographers call that gray stuff next to the images, right? So you look at the images, but what you also look at are those small fact boxes, the supplement pieces, the things things you didn't know, right? If it, even if it's a simple sort of fact box, those things from our standpoint, I've all said this, those make the best videos, right? Yeah. So here's here's a, here, like here are five other famous snakes. That's a fun video. I mean, and it leads you to the bigger story. You have to do more than one of them, but that's that's cool and fun. So, so exactly, so find that small story, and sort of build the big one with a lot of components, because that's how we tend to to receive information now. And I, I have this sort of old anecdote, print anecdote from way back when, like. Where I, 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 we were working for a client magazine, and so it's a big car brand, and we had sent people to to the country of origin for this car brand, and they had a sensory laboratory, which was super cool. So they had people in white, you know, labware, sniffing into sort of small like thing, the car smell, sound things. They were feeling materials, all dressed in white. It was super. Like they were doing the the tactile feel of a car, the smell, the feel, the sound. Big, big laboratory for doing this. Super great text, great images. It was like this an eight page spread at least in this in this uh, customer magazine, right? So uh, I, as an editor, I uh, handed this over to 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 this with the images to our art director. So he was like, "Yeah, I'm going to mock it up for you." So he did eight or ten pages. And it came back back to me as prints, and I looked at it, and then he had just drawn in boxes, like a black box, a negative box on one on one spread, another small box, and then he said, "You need to create content for these boxes because this is what's going to make it." And I was like, "You are one thousand percent correct. This is exactly what's going to make it. Otherwise, it's just going to be a long text, and there's no hooks for me to look at when I sort of just sift through this magazine." They matter, and they, those are small stories, and they are great. Well, you can find those small stories everywhere. So I'm totally with you on the small story thing, right? Don't, I mean, hardly ever tell the big one. <laughs> Always tell the small one, right? Uh, make tons of content. Yeah, and talking about tons of content, I mean, we're we're talking about. We're always talking about making a lot of content and using formats is is one other thing that'll help you get there. But still, it is a lot of work to create this amount of content. So how would you say that content creators should go about with their limited time, their limited space, the limited everything, budgets? How would you go about to actually start creating a lot of content and we're not talking about like a video a week which a lot of people seem to think is a lot of content mm. but actually maybe one or two or three or ten a day yeah uh you have to ask yourself exactly that right so if you're a marketer or a content creator at a company and you struggle with 
outputting one thing a week. I mean, there are hoops to jump through and stuff, and there are people, there are stakeholders need to. But but ask yourself: if you work at a digital news site today, you're outputting fifty to twenty pieces of content per day. That's that's the, the rate that they're doing stuff on. Is that good for society? I don't I don't necessarily think it is. But the thing is, they they're able to do it in their work time. Mm. So the first thing is, if you are a content creator, what are you doing else on your day? But creating content, right? So if that's your job, what are, what's the other part of the job? I mean, I know that there's other things. I'm just trying to make a point here. The thing is that when you don't work with foreigners, you don't work with like a strict structure, what happens with that time is that, we, that the thing we talked about before, you measure it 50 times. You look at a YouTube video because you're not sure what the output is going to be. You don't have a fixed idea or knowledge about what output you're supposed to create. And that is a time bandit. It takes time from you. So you end up, you just, oh, I haven't started yet because I'm not sure about the form of this. While you could have sent out two questions to a colleague on the other side of the world and be done with it, that was the first two minutes of your working day. Then you went on to find this detail about something in. It, it comes down to planning and structure and focus. And to do that, you have to know what the output is. You have to reverse calculate your work there, right? You have to know what you're supposed to create to be able to create it in an efficient manner. That could be from formats or it could be from great planning. Yeah. Regardless, you have to do that to be really efficient. The, the, the way a, a, a person on a, on a digital news site can create 15 or 20 articles per day is that they know exactly how it's gonna come out. They know this is gonna be 1500 characters. It's gonna be this, it's gonna be reverse, inverse pyramid storytelling. It's gonna be exactly this to the point, this is the source. I have the purpose for it because I'm going to fill it for the clicks. I'm going to fill something. I have the means to do it. I, I have all the sources that I need. And I also have the right to do it. I know that I can do it. And someone will probably have a look at it and see that it holds, but it will hold because you, you are yeah. a professional and you do it. So I can't stress enough how much you have to decide on what to do if you do that in google sheets or whatever tool you use for it just do it you have to figure out that you know what goes into creating this piece of content it's a lot of dis discrete steps that you have to take sometimes they don't follow each other like from between 9 and 11 in the and sometimes it's two weeks before send out the yeah. questions to the pe people you want to do one week before ask them for an image here's everything should be, here is everything it's delivered. Now I can do the final packaging and on. And you will have to have probably a lot, you know, a lot of things going on at the same time. But that's not an issue, right? Because you know what you're doing. If you have to sort of immerse yourself in a big process, if you're an author writing a book, you probably shouldn't write six books at the same time. I don't think so. But if you're a content creator that works with this kind of purpose, I think you really should have a lot of things going on at the same time. Because you know the output. That's not the creative juice. You have to put it into the, the detail. You have to write it good. You have to make sure the facts are correct. You have to yeah. do all of those things. You have to, you know, measure and do the cut. But when you know exactly how long that piece of wood is going to be and you know exactly how to wield a saw, then that's that's not the hard work. It's when you don't know that. That's, that's where the time goes. So planning... Planning can come from formats. It can also come from you that most people really aren't. 
they they need some help with figuring out exactly what goes into the the output piece. So, so I mean, yeah. that, that's my another really... thing. Another thing that we're talking about a lot these days, which I I really think that people under under use, which is probably not an English word, but anyways, uh, is, is repurposing. I mean, yeah. I have read like a thousand threads on LinkedIn or Twitter where it's like, how to get out 50 content pieces in an hour. And it's always like you have one blog post and you make it into five videos and you make it into two Twitter threads and you make it into do, 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 do. And all of a sudden you have that amount of content pieces built on one single starting piece and i still believe people are too afraid to do that but that is actually one of the most efficient ways to work it's like if you were to go to a concert yeah uh which happens in non-pandemic type stuff and then you then you ask someone in the audience it's like so uh did you enjoy when this artist played the big hit It's like, yeah, that was awesome. so awesome. That's how I feel about, holy crap, I'm so sick of that shit. I am so sick of it, right? Your audience doesn't, they don't experience this the way that you do, right? We, we talk about this in like every talk. It's not repetitive for them. It's not like, it's a, you don't have to be afraid to use something again. You don't have to be afraid to repackage it, remix it, because they haven't probably seen it the first time. And even if they have, it's not a huge part of their life, right? It's not the most important thing that they saw last month or last year. It's like, oh, mm. shit, I really hope that uh, your nut story kit doesn't do another take on, on uh, efficient storytelling because it no, was so fundamental it. for me last time. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope she doesn't destroy that. Heard distributing it. Never want to hear it again. And, so, and, and with this, so, so just... I mean, create something that is efficient. And like we said, it's 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 about availability. And, and it's don't don't overthink it, right? It's it's like we are. I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna think about what's gonna work, and I'm gonna game the system. I'm gonna game the system. And I'm gonna go viral. And I'm gonna get this one thing that just keeps on going forever. And it's like, no, don't game the system. Like system the game. Is that do something every day? Show up. Go to work. Repurpose, redistribute, distribute, have formats, be efficient, be productive, be available, right? Uh, then you got things happening with Frederick Sound, at least for me. Well, since Frederick's because internet seems to be a bit off, <laughs> your internet, you were like a for a while there. Oh, okay, no, that, that was the cold. I have a cold. Oh, okay. so that, that was that. Sorry. That's, that that's was just deliberate. my voice. Thank you, for, yeah. thank you for pointing that out. No. I think like we need to start wrapping this up. Um, we've been talking a, a bit longer than we usually do, but it was really interesting and I I loved having you, Frederick. Uh, I haven't seen any questions. Mm, feel free because we're 
keeping on for a couple of seconds, but if if not, I want to thank everyone. I also want to tell you that we are working on something really, really interesting connected to the talk we've just had, and you mm-hmm. will see our own efforts. Ooh, you will see our own efforts to start doing a lot of formats and storytelling formats uh, over the uh, coming couple of weeks, months. So please follow us on uh, our um, join our Facebook group. Uh, video and social media and you will see all that is happening Heidi did you see any more questions somewhere where I didn't see them I haven't seen any no looks like you're Uh, all good we are crystal clear. But anyways, thank you, Frederick. Thank you, Heidi. And thank you, all of you who has been here to listen to this. And see you again in two weeks again. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.